Welcome back to the boardwalk to everyone in the theaters. We are glad that you're here to everyone at home. We are also so thankful that you've tuned in today. We've got a little bit of an audience here and they're excited. They got to stay warm. Come on, one more time, audience. Come on. Perfect. Now, the reason I'm getting a little excited today, we got to thank a lot of people, the media team for making it happen, all the people who helped clean this place up, the kids' teams, and Ashley for getting us back to the boardwalk. Can you give them some love one more time, y'all? Come on. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Perfect, perfect, perfect. So here's the deal. I know it's a little weird. It's a little different. We've never done it like this. This is 2024. We started in 2007, as you saw in the video. This is going to be a transitional year because we're trying to get everything remodeled down there. And if you're looking for a picture, here's a picture of upstairs of the kids area, just so you kind of get an idea of what you're looking at. We're making some progress. we got a little ways to go, but we are super excited to be back at the boardwalk and so thankful for your giving, for your sacrifice, for your service. All of those things are happening, and we're super, super grateful. We hope to be in there by our birthday. Our birthday is around September, mine and the church's, ironically, right around the same weekend. So we'll see. Just be praying that we can make it there. If not, by the end of the year for sure. we got a cool Christmas series already in mind, so we're going to have a lot of fun down here at the boardwalk. But if you're wondering, I am at the boardwalk, and yes, I am like this is actually happening and I will meet you in the lobby I saw some of you as we were coming in I'll see you as you leave but you're going but where are you Justin <laughs> where are you well here's a picture of where I am right now this is the bat cave son I want you to know all right you are officially in the bat cave chip come on give chip some love come on he's making it happen yay all behind the scenes at the bat cave and if you're at home watching in your pajamas here's some good news for you we have not figured out teleportation just yet, all right? So we will not be in your living room, but we are super grateful that you're in your recliner enjoying the service today because all of you are part of the Simple Church, wherever you're watching from this morning. So, so thankful for you being here. If you want to get a little tour, we're going to hope that we'll see you soon in person, but next week we're going to play a little video in this service so you can see behind the scenes of all that's happening here at the boardwalk. So are you ready to get in this new series? I need to hear you one more time. Come on. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. In the theater, y'all better be ready, son, because we're coming. It is a brand new series for us, but not the first time we've done a Back to the Future thing. Go all the way back to Christmas of 2010. We actually brought in the DeLorean. We did Back to the Future Christmas. We had a little fun. So I thought it'd be a good time if we go back in time right now. Here it is, 2010. Take us back. Yep, you did steal it. Right. Just like the movie, just put in the date you want to go to, put in the year, then put in the time. Okay. And then when you do that, just hit, hit the white button. And now you're set and ready to go. Just don't touch anything, okay? Okay. I'll be right back. I just got to get something from my trailer. I ain't going to touch nothing, dude. All right. That's... Yeah, right.
I was laughing when I watched that video. I could barely get out of the DeLorean. I'm, you know, now here's the bad news for me, the good news for you. The DeLorean will be back here at the boardwalk next Sunday morning. Come on, y'all. We're bringing it back for the kids, for everybody. So if you didn't get a chance to take a picture with it back in 2010, we're bringing it back. And we're going to do a movie. We're going to see Back to the Future in the theaters next Sunday night. Mark your calendars. We're raising money for Parkinson's. So if you want to come out to a movie, you got to download the app, buy your tickets on the app right now. Make sure you remember that. But the car will be here, the actual DeLorean in front of the theater. It's going to be fun. So if you remember in the movie, though, okay, we did our own little version of it. But in the movie, they needed power to go back in time. The whole idea was, how are we going to get back in time? So I decided to pull a little movie clip, get you excited for next week, but then also get me to where I'm going today. How did they get the power? Here is Marty and Doc. Watch. 1.21 gigawatts of electricity. 1.21 gigawatts! 1.21 gigawatts! Great Scott! How could I have been so careless? 1.21 gigawatts! Tom, how am I going to generate that kind of power? Marty, I'm sorry. But the only power source capable of generating 1.21 gigawatts of electricity is a bolt of lightning. What did you say? A bolt of lightning. Unfortunately, you never know when or where it's ever going to strike. We do now. This is it. This is the answer. It says here... That a bolt of lightning is going to strike the clock tower precisely 10.04 p.m. next Saturday night? It just might work. Next Saturday night, we're sending you back to the future. Yeah, come on, y'all. Back. It's actually pretty true. Next Sunday night, we're going back to the future. So you want to see the movie, buy your tickets now. All the money is going to Parkinson's, all right? So this is the whole idea we're going to go down this road today. What powered back in the day? 1.21 gigawatts? Well, what powers the Simple Church? That's our question today. What is it that makes Simple Church happen? Now, if you grew up in church, you're already ready for this. You quickly said, it's this picture right here. Of course, brother, it's Jesus. That's what it is. Yes, you are correct. We know that Jesus gives us the power, but beyond the power of Jesus, he empowers us to do something that really does make Simple Church unique. Yes, Jesus is powerful. Yes, that's who we lean on. That's who we pray to. That's what we know. But other than Jesus, what's the secret sauce? Now, I did a little, you know, reminiscing, going back in time and reminding myself and reminding all of you of what really is the secret to the Simple Church. And over this series, we're going to talk about four different things. But today, it is the power of the personal invite. That is part of our secret. It is part of the power. We've never, ever... Did a lot of advertising in our history. In 16, 17 years, we didn't spend a lot of money on it. It is true that when we came to the theater the very first time, we had one paid advertisement. We put it on the screens before movies started. And to be truthful, we tried to find it, and we could not find it. And then when I asked around, no one even remembers it. I'm not sure it was very effective because no one says, I remember it, I saw it. But this is what was weird about Simple Church. It really wasn't about advertisement, whether it was television or billboards or whatever. It was free advertisement. For example, SB Magazine, this was an article that came out when we first started. And they put us on the cover and they were celebrating what's going on. And then ironically, this week, we got voted the number one church in Shreveport, Bossier again, 17 years into it. Come on, y'all. Thank you, SB Magazine. Thank you, thank you. 
So after all these years, you'd go, well, how in the world has this happened? Well, people talk about it, and they see it, and they hear from you. It's about that invite. Now, when I go back to the advertisement, i got to thank the Times, too. The Shreveport Times, here's a couple of articles I found from when we first started. This is what the newspaper do. They go, man, I've never seen a church in a theater, and we're back again. So they put that out there. And I even see my mom in that second picture right there because what's crazy is when we started, we didn't know what we were doing then, and here we are 17 years later, and we still really don't know. But people are recognizing, hey, this is different, including the Wall Street Journal. You're talking about crazy? When New York City shows up and says, hey, we want to know why you're doing it and how you're doing it, it's been pretty cool. And guess what? We didn't pay for any of that. Even our friend Rick Rowe did a little television special one or two times, and people began to just talk about it. But still, with all of those things being said, the number one way people heard about Simple Church or got to Simple Church was because someone invited them. Someone invited me. I hear it over and over again. Man, somebody invited me. There were no citywide mail outs. That's a big thing back when we first started in 2007. You'd spend thousands of dollars mailing all this stuff out to the city. We didn't do that. No TV commercials. You've never seen us on television unless they gave us a little free spot for some reason. No billboards. The number one way people got here and continue to get here is through a personal invite. And to be honest, a few thousand pins too. We put those out there because Back in the day, we handed out pens like crazy. And even in this room today, you're going to get some. Whether you're in the theater, uh, whatever theater you're in, we can't mail them to your house yet. But in these theaters, you're going to have a pen and you're going to have another little personal invite because that was the best way for people to say, hey, man, come check out what's going on. And I have figured out over the 16, 17 years of Simple Church, a powerful invite can change lives. And Jesus was great Showing us that example. Let me show you. John chapter 1 verse 39. Come with me. This is Jesus saying, come with me and you will see. Now the reason I underline come with me is because it's like, hey, I want you to come on this ride with me. Not just, hey, go see it. No, come and be a part of it. And when you get down into the nitty gritty and you're sitting in the theater and you got your friends with you, you begin to understand the power of the invite because it can change not only the person you invited, but it can also have an influence on you. Now, if you remember in the movie, I'm going to take you back one more time. Back in the day, back in 1985 when this movie came out, Marty didn't believe it either. When I say come and see, because then you'll believe, it's kind of seeing is believing. Well, this little scene right here is exactly what was happening. Doc was like, I think I got it figured out. Marty's like, I ain't going to believe it unless I see it. And here's the proof. One more movie scene. Watch.
I really appreciate it. Y'all doing a great job. Now, here's why I love that movie and that movie scene. It was like, it was really, really powerful to us as kids growing up, teenagers in the 80s. We were like, man, that movie sticks in our mind because you realize the power of the invite. Marty's saying, come see. Doc's saying, come see. The next thing you know, they experience things they'd never seen before. Now, I'm going to show you some familiar faces to kind of illustrate this point further. When I put this image on the screen for you, you're going to recognize just about everybody on there. Of course, Spud, the ice cream man's waving at you. Scott's looking like a model up there with his sunglasses on. Greg and Christy are there in the middle. You've seen these faces at Simple Church. You see them on stage. You see them on videos. You see them at events. But here's the question. How did they get here? How did they get to the Simple Church? So what I decided to do was go you know, a little rogue, and catch these individuals this past week and ask them that very question. How in the world did you guys make it to the Simple Church? And here's their story. Roll it. Hey, Scotty Pooh. Yo. <laughs> What's up? Not much. How did you get to Simple Church? So I grew up in the church, left, and then I was literally sitting on my floor crying because I got left by a lady, mm -hmm. and out of the blue, Chip called me and said, hey, Justin and I are doing this Simple Church thing. Do you want to be part of it? And been here ever since for 16 years now. Made a difference? Just a little bit. <laughs> I'm not crying as much. <laughs> as much is the key. We <laughs> love you, Scotty Poo. Love you. G-Bunny. <laughs> hey. Dude, look at you. I'm in your uniform, son. Yeah, what's going on? I got one question. Yeah. I know you're working. Mm -hmm. Make it quick. Okay. How'd you get to Simple Church? You invited me, baby. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Where yeah. were you? What was going on in your life? It wasn't good, man. It wasn't good at all, even for me or my family. Yeah. Yeah. So, since you've been at Simple Church, has your life changed? Has your family changed? Come on, dog. <laughs> yeah, man. My wife, man, she came to the board, got baptized. Man, I, man, I can't say much more than that. I was invited. You called me, asked me to come out. I was in a bad place. We're tight, and because of it, my family was changed. Deuces, cuz. Now let me go to work. <laughs> you go to work, son. Hey, Christy, a quick question. Uh, yeah, I'm not doing anything. Just trying to get some work done around here. Hey, listen, this is important. Okay. How'd you get to Simple Church? Oh, I was invited by Chip Mitchell, who called me and said, "Hey, we're starting church in a movie theater," and I thought that was. Pretty weird. I didn't grow up in church, but it was never in a movie theater. And uh, so I came to check it out. First Sunday, I came fully dressed to the nines because that's what you did at church. You came in slacks and heels, and I was way out of place. But I absolutely fell in love with it. And the next week, I brought my husband, and here we are now. So that's what I'm talking about. Great job. That's why you're a pro. Thanks for the invite. Chris. Spud, Spud! Justin, how are you? All right, look, I got a quick question. Yes, sir. All right, I'm asking a lot of different people, but how did you get to Simple Church? Oh, you invited me. <laughs> I don't go where I'm not invited. <laughs> you were my ice cream guy at Stockwell, and I said, "Yes, sir." Church is starting at the boardwalk. We need ice cream. I know, and I went with uh, a couple of my daughters and changed my life. It's been amazing. I'm so thankful. Been very blessed. Thank you for inviting me, Justin. <laughs> Thank you. Hey, that's all I need. You made it yeah. easy, Spud. That's why you're a professional too. Oh. And I got my dog born. Hold on, look. All right, well, that was an extra benefit. Hey, Sophie, how'd you get to Simple Church? <laughs> you know she can talk. <laughs> she can? Yeah, the other day I said, Sophie, what's on top of the house? She said, Ruth. <laughs> I'm praying for you. <laughs> Bye.
Bye, thank you. Come on, y'all. Come on, y'all. Give it up. Spud is so crazy, man. All right, so here's the deal. Here's the picture. I found the picture of when Spud, the very first day of Simple Church, I'll put it on the screen for you, was handing out ice cream at our grand opening. And we're super grateful for him. And at that point, not involved in church, had no real background. He was just like, man, I said, I need you. Today it's a little too cold for ice cream, but maybe coming up in the near future we'll have Spud back out there. So I know what some of you are thinking, though. It's like, well, if I invite somebody and, you know, they maybe think this, or you may have gotten here today and you feel this way. It's like, man, I'm scared to death. If I come to church, the roof is going to cave in. You know, something bad's going to happen. If Spud, the roof is not caved in in 16 years, you're good. All right, I promise you, you're going to make it. But this is what I love about Jesus. Just to remind you of this point, you feel like you got to be good to go to church. You feel like you got to have it together. The opposite is true. Matthew 9, 13. Jesus said, I did not come to invite good people. I came to invite sinners. Now, I am a sinner. More than likely, hopefully you realize you are a sinner. But there are a lot of sinners out there. And this is why I love Jesus so much. Because he knew who to invite and so do you. It's not just about trying to get somebody to come from another church or, man, you need to try our church or whatever. That's not really who the simple church is. It's not what we're about. The truth is there are thousands and thousands and thousands of people that just don't believe church can be for them. And we have an opportunity to invite them and say, man, come and be a part. You can dress casually, man. You're going to laugh a little bit. It's going to be in a theater. It's going to be a little unusual. But I promise you it has the potential, the power to change your life. Another example would be Jesus and a guy by the name of Zacchaeus. This is found in Luke when he talked about, hey, I'm going to come hang with you, Zacchaeus. Come down, man. I want to be with you in your house. This is why I love Jesus so much. It wasn't just church. It wasn't this idea of I'm going to go with church people. Zacchaeus was a sinner, an outsider. He was not the guy to hang out with. But here's Jesus going, man, I'm going to come hang with you. Now, I know what some of you are thinking is like, well, uh, that's kind of rude, isn't it? Because... Jesus invited himself. Well, the truth is, if it's Jesus, he can invite himself. Can I get an amen on that? Right. Hey, man, come on in. Yeah, sure, man. If you want to be a part, whatever. But what's cool to me is Zacchaeus was cool. That he was like, yeah, let's go. But here who is, this is the group that's not cool with it. It's those religious church people again. <laughs> Look at this scripture. Everyone saw this. They began to complain. Why? Because Jesus was hanging with the wrong people. The kind of man Jesus is hanging with is Zacchaeus. He's a sinner. So this is why I love Jesus. He wasn't worried about what other people were saying. He wasn't worried about what the religious were saying. He was like, I'm making an intentional move to invite myself into outsiders' lives and eventually invite those outsiders into a journey that's going to change their life. Jesus didn't care about what people thought. He said, man, I care about you more than I care about what these other people are saying. And then he knew. That when he would experience this relationship with Jesus, it would change Zacchaeus. And here's the proof. Zacchaeus said, he said, Lord, I want to do good. You want to know where do good comes from? There it is, right there. I want to do good. And today, Jesus says, Zacchaeus, because of that heart, because of your spirit, today is the day of salvation for you and your family. And Zacchaeus was like, man, I want to do good. And I know you know so many people that are in that category. They're trying to figure it out. The churches burn them. They don't think they fit in. That's why we launched in a theater 16 years ago, going into our 17th year, and that's why we're here again. It's because changed lives is what it comes down to for us. That's what mattered to Jesus, and that's what matters to you and to us. Truthfully. Now you go, why would you say that it means something to us? We'll put another image on the screen for you. 
This image right here that I'm going to show you is of all of those people. I just asked, how did you get to Simple Church? You see up in the top corner there, me with my hand up with Jody Rhodes. That's Christy's husband. He gave his life to Christ. And below him are her two kids, Bella and Jackson. Changed not only Christy's life, but changed her family's life, just like Zacchaeus. Greg said it. There's him with his wife, Jesse, covering her face, man, because it was an emotional moment. And Greg was like, man, what if I didn't get in the church? What if I didn't say yes to the invitation? And, of course, Spud down at the bottom an outsider that everybody's saying, no way that guy's going to ever go to church, man. You don't know Spud. And I'm like, dude, Spud's my kind of guy. And to be honest, I like sinners a lot. You, know, you feel me? All right. Church people I struggle with, but I really do like sinners a lot. And let me tell you why. It's because they keep it real. And that's why I love Jesus, because he keeps it real. He really does go into these environments and say, man, I got you. I, I want you to know I'm going to hang with you. You're my kind of person. Now, if you notice in that picture, you didn't see Scott anywhere in there, no baptism or anything. Let's pray for him right now, right now. Everybody, gather hands. Grab. No, I'm just kidding. Scott had given his life to Christ at an earlier point in his life, but what happened in Scott's life that's truly life-changing? He's sober for the first time in his life. Can you give him a little love for sobriety? Come on, yeah. Think about it. Changed his life. Sober. Like, what would you do? What would it mean to you or your family member for somebody to change their whole path in life? Now, to be honest, when you see this next picture of me and Scott, it doesn't look like he's sober, but I promise you he is. This is us in Juarez, and we're like laughing when I found this picture. I was like, I don't know, man. It looks like we're pretty rough right there. The reason we're so crazy right there, we had just served out of Mexico and had a blast, and we're cutting up. You talking about a change of life? How about going and serving in a third world country, which you never thought would be possible, but here it is happening. See, the truth is, when you read scripture, Mark 1 is a good example. Jesus says, come and follow me. It's an invitation, and I'm going to make you different. <laughs> for then he was saying, you're going to be a different kind of fisherman. For us, I'm telling you, you're going to be a different kind of person. As you can tell, I'm a little larger than life right now. I need to lose a little bit of weight. But at one point in my life, I went to Planet Fitness once, all right? Here's the proof. And when I went into Planet Fitness, what happened? A guy comes up to me and he goes, hey, this is my baptism picture. It's my screensaver. Thank you for giving me an opportunity to change my life. Now you go, why does that matter? Because someone you know needs an invitation. Someone you know is trying to figure out what they're doing with the rest of their life. And you're kind of in the motions and you're going through. But it's a new year. People are trying to start fresh. They're trying to figure it out. And this is our chance to extend that invitation. And what if that one invite changes that person's eternity? It changes their life. What if the invitation that you extend changes everything for them? And saying yes really can change your life. Here's one more picture for you. This is Brandon McCormick. And this is an awesome friend of mine from Southwood. Servant-hearted guy. And he came into Simple Church, and we were doing like we're doing now. We don't know what we're doing. We're trying to figure it out, broadcasting, moving here, setting this up, tearing this down. And Brandon was the guy who was like, hey, man, will you help us when we launch the bar service? Ironically, that's where we'll be at the end of the year is where we started as well, theater and the bar. And we didn't know what we were doing. And I asked Brandon, man, would you come and help set up at the bar? And he was like, man, okay. And I decided instead of me just telling the story, I brought him in the office real quick. This video is not high quality. I just called him and was like, come in and let's tell that story. Because the invitation to serve led to a whole nother journey for Brandon as well. Not only did it change his life, it changed others as well. I'll tell you about that in a minute. Watch.
You said, well, I was thinking about doing an 11 o'clock service at the bar, and I kind of want you to oversee the volunteers yeah. for that. And I was like, man, that's a, that's a lot, you know. I just I was thinking that was a lot. I just want a little piece of the cake. I want the whole cake, you know. I really didn't know how that was going to look or what involved and, you know, how to, I didn't know how to do any of that. But, you know, I took a chance on it, did it, and, you know, and it was just, it really filled a void in my life to, to, to be really part of something bigger than myself. What in your life has changed since you agreed to help? <laughs> That's a loaded question. Well, I haven't answered this long, but I'll try to give you the short one. Okay. Everything in my life's changed. Every, everything. Uh, heavily involved in music. Yeah. Uh, music to the church, that's where it started. The friends that we have met, the life groups, several music things I do outside of church and all of those projects or through people that I met at church yeah. or played with the church. How many bands do you play in? Well, right now it's it's one, but there's been times where it's been three or four at a time. Uh, but, but you know, when you come back full circle around, I think it was one Easter Sunday, bass player couldn't make it, and I was setting the PA up, and they said, Brandon, go home and get your bass. We need you to play. And I had just happened to be rehearsing the songs that week just because I wanted to do that in my sure. free time. Uh, and it worked out. And ever since then, I've been in the Sunday rotation. So even though that, that first door kind of really didn't open for right. me, there's been many more doors that have opened and more opportunities and friendships. Why should they say yes? What, what will it do for them? It, what it did for me, I can tell you that, is gave me a little sense of purpose. Yeah. And uh, like I say, be a, a part of something that's bigger than themselves. And you just don't know, even by you volunteer, any, whoever volunteers, you don't know what kind of example that you're going to set for somebody else to come in. They might be just waiting to see, oh, so-and-so, and that has happened to me within this church. Sure. People have come to me and said, hey, I was thinking about going to that church, and I saw that you were volunteering, so I decided to check it out. And that's happened more than once. And I go, really? I go, I would have never known that. And that would have never happened, possibly, if I didn't take the first step myself. Come on, y'all. Give Brandon some love. Brandon, I saw him and his wife, Daylene, walking in. Thank you for being here. And this is a cool story. I uh, couldn't tell at the earlier hour. I can tell you now, though. A lady that saw Brandon out last night playing made it to church today. And she caught me and she said, I had no idea. Brandon had influence even last night inviting someone who'd never come to church before. She decided to come in, and she was tearful walking out of the service. She was like, i got to tell you this story. i got to tell you. She didn't know me. She knows Brandon and Daylene, and they had their first date at her coffee shop, and he had always been telling her and talking to her. And then after all this time, today was her first day. And Brandon, thanks for doing the video, bro. And Daylene, thanks for all. We've been praying through cancer and everything else with Daylene, and here they are today. Can y'all give them some love? They're watching right now in the theater. What up, brother? If you see any one of these people on this screen that you saw today, ask them to tell you their story. Ask them, say, man, tell me about how you got here. Was the invite important? Did it make a difference? I found this picture for you, Brandon and Daylene, just because I knew you'd be here in this service, and I'm put it on the screen. This is their son, Tyler. Now, let me ask you something. If saying yes to the invitation meant that your family, or your grandkids, your great-grandkids would come to know the Lord and go pull their baptism, what would you do? This is why today matters. Some of you go, man, I'm tired, man. I don't know if I can do it. I feel weak. Well, here's the good news. Here's another invitation. Come to me, all of you who are tired and who have a heavy burden on you. 
because I will give you rest. That's Jesus once again. I don't know if you're that way today or if somebody you know is that way, but those pins and those invite cards that are in your seat, in your theater today, they're for you as a reminder to come back next week or to extend the invitation to someone out there in the community. Invite them to church next week. Invite them to the movie night. If nothing else, say, man, come see the DeLorean. Come watch Back to the Future with us. You've got to buy your tickets online, though. You better download the app because the tickets are going to go fast. Maybe you can say, man, come and serve with us. We're starting all these new things. Get involved. Download the app. Look at the communication card and let us know. And then the last invitation I'll extend, excuse me, is partner parties coming up January 28th. We're in a brand new year, a brand new start. This is your chance to join the church. I invite you to join us on this journey. And you go, well, will it really make a difference? Just ask those people you saw on the screen. <laughs> ask anyone who's been here. It's changed my life. They've been a blessing to me. And I am so thankful to hear the stories of how it's changed your life. And guess what? we just getting started. It's a brand new year, a brand new start for Simple Church. And I can't thank you enough for being here today. Let's pray together. Father, as we get ready to wrap up and walk out of here, I pray that they would take those cards, those pens, and extend the invitation to someone who needs it. And I pray that you would bless it and it would change their lives. We're the ones who have been blessed to see what you've done. Thousands and thousands of people giving their life to Christ, going public with that decision. Thousands and thousands of serving over the years. Some of them coming back in today as I was walking the lobby, seeing old friends and everybody gathering up. This is a chance to start over. And I pray, Lord, that they would do that. Maybe for someone today says, Jesus, I need you to come into my life. I'm, a, I'm apart from you. I am a sinner. I've messed up, and I want you to come in and change my life. That's the invitation, Lord, that you extend to them. Because when they accept that, and they really, really do ask you to change them, Lord, you promise that you're going to take them on a journey that will be amazing, and it will change everything. Not just them, but even the potential to change their family and their friends. We've seen it. Thank you, Jesus, for the power that is in your name. And we ask all of these things, Lord, in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Can I get an amen?